Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. We are here to talk about the Challenge All-Star Season 3 finale. Champions have been crowned. The season's over. My name is Alan Aguirre, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Southern Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? And the lovely Vermontian Zoe Tromboli. Hey, everyone. We got a final, and the craziest thing about this final is that there wasn't anything screwy to it. There wasn't like a twist where someone felt robbed or we came out angry. Just the two best players won. And it was kind of boring, but it, I mean, this is how a final should be. Yeah, I agree. Like the only thing you could consider screwy is like the elimination at the beginning, but even that was point-based, so it wasn't screwy. I think the two best competitors won. Yeah, and the two people who performed the worst in the fi- final went home in that elimination. So it all just kind of lined up the way that it seemed that it should. We all were waiting for the moment of those like five bonus stars that Nehemiah and John A got to like result in the like the winner of the season being screwed up. And people were like, oh, this person was robbed. This person, nope, it didn't even matter. It didn't even matter. And if you're watching this podcast, we are going to mention who wins this season in about 30 seconds. If you haven't watched the show yet, go out and watch it because we're going to be talking about the winner and we're talking about their path to winning and everything that happened in the final just in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) We're just counting down because I I want these people to click out the video. And we're going to say it in 10, 9, (laughs) 8. Seven, six, five, four, three, Johnny. two. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations to Wes Bergman and Johnny Mannion. This is Wes's third challenge championship. And this is Johnny's second straight back-to-back challenge championship. She's the first female to win back-to-back seasons since Sarah Rice on X's 2 and Rivals 3. And the first person to do it in consecutively airing seasons since Veronica Portillo back in 2004. So... She made history, and if you count this as three straight championships because she finished first on All-Stars 1, she's the only woman in challenge history to three-peat. It is an incredible performance. She is the face of the Challenge All-Stars franchise, and it's crazy because if you ask someone 18 months ago what they thought about John A, they would say, ah, she was kind of okay. I loved her, but like her, her resume wasn't that great. I mean, she'd never been to a final, and now two-time champion, a lot of money in your bank account. Oof. She's something else. Like I, I actually, I'm right there with you, and I know Zoe is too. Like, I loved Donna back in the day, but like, there was no part of me that was like, oh, she was robbed of her win. She should be a champ by now. Like, she was a solid competitor, but like, it's not like she was in the in the running for the best that never won. Um, and I feel like she's definitely not even redeemed herself, but she just like reclaimed her challenge legacy, and I love that for her. Which makes me want to ask, do we count All-Stars wins as, like, actual wins? I think in my head, yes. I think so. It's not like the the uh, Champs versus Stars series where that is different and they're playing for charity. I think this is totally legit. Especially when you have players like Jordan and Kayla from the more recent seasons that are on All-Stars. Um I am, like, so overwhelmed with how happy I am for John A. It's hard to put into words. Like, yeah. I just think that she's such a cool person and her trajectory of her challenge career and just I think of all the moments where she was not treated the way she deserved and how she was just, like, run down by partners or, like, put in weird situations. And, hey, Zach Nichols, I'm looking at you. Um, but, man, I'm just so excited for her. I just... She earned it 
flat out. She deserved every second of it. She was one of the top female competitors all season and certainly the best female competitor in this final. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I've been John A fan from like day one. I'm like, I always joke that like there's like four John A fans in the beginning because I was blogging about her when like, because I, I was right about I was like, I think John A was amazing. I, I, I once wrote a blog where I'm like, well, there's a path where John A becomes a two-time champion if these three things happen. And people were like, you know she never made it to a final, right? You know she had elimination record two and five. I'm like, I don't know. There's just something about her. I don't think she has any weaknesses. And she, I, I, I just love her. I love that she validates my, my, my crazy theories about her because I, I just, I think Johnny's fantastic. And she is just such a perfect, like, character for people to relate to because she kind of checks every box when it comes to, like, people see Giant Bananas and he's just, he's just an egotistical douchebag. And there's, like, all the male bros who are going to like him and the people who are like, oh, he's funny, you know, that type of stuff. But John A., I mean, if if you're, like, if you're a woman, if you're a person of color, if you grew up with, a, like, a rough upbringing because she was, like, adopted and stuff like that, there's stuff like that where people who don't have confidence, people who are really into glamour because she's gorgeous as, as well. Like, people in every, like, section of the world can, like, really relate to John A. in different ways. And that's why I think she's, like, a perfect face for the show, and I'm so happy she's had all the success she's a mom too yeah yeah that is so fucking crazy like coming on to the first all-star season after just having a baby like she's so badass i ugh, she's the best and she wins with grace like yes. she so could have come on this season cocky i do think she came on confident but there's obviously a difference between cocky and confident and i loved after her winning sequence where she said you know all-stars won i relied pretty heavily on jimmy all-Stars 2, I relied really heavily on MJ, and this season thrust me into kind of like, I've got to rely on myself. There have been pitfalls. There have been moments that, like, I could have given up, and she didn't. And also this season 2, you can't say she coasted to the final. She won an elimination. Like, she had to win dailies to secure her safety. I just feel like this is like, if All-Stars is, there's three seasons and it's done, she has sealed the deal that she is the Challenge All-Star. I, like, I'm so happy for it, too. And my, my friend was asking, like, how do these people still sleep on John A when they compete with her? And, like, the thing is that she's just not an outwardly dominant in, like, one type of thing. But challenge finals, they they attack your weaknesses. And John A is solid across the board. She's not going to have one thing that's going to bring her down completely. And, like, sometimes that's all you need. Like, you don't have to, like, we, we see people in the show who have dominant strengths. But, like, if you can't eat, you're done. If you can't do a puzzle, you're done. It's just that's what it comes down to. And John A is just so solid across the board. I, I love watching the confidence she's gained. And also, we had another winner who's very confident in himself, Wes. And I think it's really important to note his championship wins have come in the years 2006, 2013, and 2022. They are – I can't imagine anyone having such wide of gas between three different championships. And on top of that, it's the fact that he's won it as wildly different types of players. Like, Wes is not an all-time great you know, because he just has, like, otherworldly athleticism or, some, like, some, I don't know, super talented skill. He he adapts, and he changes, like, who he needs to be. He keeps the same ego. He's still the, He still has the same ego, but he's changed the way he's played the game. He's changed his body. He's changed the way he's trained for the show. Like, he really locks in on the mental parts of the game now because he knows he's not the athlete he was back in the day, and it's really impressive. Honestly, you saying his last championship is 2013, I was like, that's not right, but it is. But he carries himself in such a way that I'm like, oh, he's won a recent season, and it's crazy that he's not. 
But what's what's funny is I read your blog post, Alan, about the finale and also like the first episode. Wes came out hot. And I remember seeing people say like, oh, like he's being overly edited. Like there's no way he's going to carry this all season. Like he's going to get caught up. He didn't like he's so annoying. And I've said like the past four podcasts, he's so grating. But like he does it in a specific way that like led him to win. Yeah. Grading is the right word, but um, I I couldn't like he deserved it. I mm-hmm. no matter how maybe personally annoyed I was by him saying he's gonna buy a Lamborghini, um, I you can't help but know that he totally deserved it. He crushed every part of that final as well. And I, I you said mentioned something about people sleeping on John A. I think the men were totally sleeping on West this season, like. I don't understand how you can have such a big personality like him. And at no point anybody's thinking like, oh, this guy's like probably smarter than me. And he's like really composed and he's been to quite a few finals. He was in the War of the Worlds final, which was nuts. Like maybe I know we are looking at Jordan and we're looking at yes, but maybe we should be thinking about Wes too. And he just played that card perfectly. I was just about to say the same thing. I thought of that today. How did he fly under the radar when he's obviously not? And it's because no matter what position he was in, he cast that light on somebody else, which is brilliant. I'm just like, I'm impressed. He kind of feels like one of those ice skaters who just like, he's going for the perfect landing and it's like, they might fall a lot, but when they hit it, it just hits perfectly. And you're like, this is why he's one of the best at this. Cause like, he doesn't have, he doesn't have as many championships as C-tier bananas, but man, the guy can put on a show like no other it's he can be grading but man i i'm impressed i i i it and also like i i wrote in my blog it felt like he was writing fan fiction for himself this season he he wins and second and third place are his two best friends what the hell i mean like like it almost seemed like it's like when people make their fantasy cast on twitter and they put their three favorite people just like in first second and third it's like wes got to live his dream yeah, it was pretty cool. And like, I'm sure we'll touch on this here in a second, but like, I just want to say too, this was surprising that he dominated this final. And even when he didn't, like, it's almost like he knew he was going to win. He just was so composed that he had a stellar season. Yeah, we'll we'll just jump into that right now because like we had the kayak. We're gonna we're gonna jump into the recap of the episode now. Finally, <laughs> don't worry, we're gonna speed through it. We're gonna speed through this final. Yeah. Uh, they have the kayak at the beginning. Mark and Kellyanne do well. They come in first. Uh, Nehemiah Kelly and Kayla, very solid second place finish. Brian Johnny, very middling third place finish. And then Wes and I are like eight hours behind them, and Wes is just chilling. He's like, you know what? This is the leg I come in fourth. Like you were saying, he's like, I, I, like, you know what? Doesn't really matter. I'll just do better next leg. Yeah. And I think that's, that was kind of the beauty of the first part of this final was like, you could have a really bad leg and it wasn't going to knock you out of the competition. Yeah, I'm sure he gave himself a little bit of a pep talk when he was about to get into that kayak with Naya. And was just like, it doesn't matter. I'm in a good spot. Like, all this is good. And I think he was so confident in most of those head-to-head matchups, too, that he knows that he can get it right back with five points and something else. They then had the King of the Mountain where you had to push your opponent off a platform. And Mark and Brad really did a good job in coming back in the second half of this final um, after being really far behind Mark demolishes Nehemiah. Brad demolishes Wes. Uh, <laughs> Kellyanne tries her best to, you know, get low on Naya. Naya just flings her into the ocean, taking her own momentum with them. 
And the surprise matchup, I think we can all admit, was John A taking down Kayla and what was a really good scrappy battle. I was really surprised. I expected Kayla to put up more of a fight. I actually expected her to win, but um, I was watching it towards the beginning and I was like, oh, John A is like right in the center of this platform and Kayla is not giving herself much space. I hope that she's going to be able to do something about this. And John A just kind of handled her. And Kayla has a football background, I think, if I remember correctly. Like, she actually played, like, a little bit of football, not flag football, like high school, college. Does that sound right? Um, yeah, she. I mean, she, she likes contact. She likes physical contact. And I thought this was going to be Kayla's in the back. Not to say I didn't think John A wasn't scrappy, but, man, John A, man, she mom. really went at it. <laughs> that mom strength is real. Like, she's right. Carrying those babies around is no joke. If Kayla had, I'm going hypothetical, I'm so sorry. If Kayla had won that, would that have put her ahead of John A in points? Um, potentially. Uh, Luke, talk about the the, the one where they, they uh, go up the hill for, they have to walk 100 pounds up the hill. Talk about that right now. I'm going to go okay, with that. Okay, while you start doing your math. Okay, well, so they do that, okay, and that gets points going. Then they have 100 pounds they've got to transfer up a hill. And I, I really liked Allen's walking up the hill. I feel like that was a play on like running up that hill. Kate Bush, Thank you. Stranger Things, Thank you. caught on to that. Um, and I, Zoe, I feel like that was a no-brainer to just carry all the weight at once. I think it was if you were in the team that took off first. And I don't think they had any clue that's what the rest of the teams were doing. So Fair. I totally agree. Um they struggled regardless, even with doing it in two trips. So I don't know how they would have, I think it would have been the same outcome for them. Um, and this is where Naya's size came, like she was totally in her favor because she just looked like she was chilling with all those. Sandbags. For sure. Like the second day, Naya, like as far as like the points, like things go, she was shocking me. Like they're out the kayak, but like, I feel like if the remainder of the final had just been points, she probably could have come back. And that's a little scary. Like, you know, she still got it in some ways. But I'm like, I get it was ambitious for Kellyanne and was it Nehemiah that she was partnered yeah. with to say, OK, like, let's just get out with our weight. We'll come back. We'll reassess. But I feel like you've got to at least stay back a second to see what everybody else is doing. But, yeah, fourth place was, I mean, like you said, they struggled with the little weight they did have. But how about John A taking 60 pounds to Brad's 40? That was, again, so badass. Like, And I'm willing to admit my double standards that I have at the show because I do have them at times. I cannot stand when it's like, oh, I'm a dad. I'm doing this for my kids, yada, yada, yada. And then John A's like, mom's strength. I carry my two kids. They're like 60 pounds. I'm like, that's great, John A. And it really is because she was killing it. You try holding the sleeping baby in your arms for like hours. They get she's probably got rock solid biceps. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I got the I got the numbers. If uh if Kayla had won that, then she ties with Naya for first after day one and John A would be in that elimination. So that was a big that was a big difference. Um something I, I have to know is that after that fourth leg, we didn't get a fourth face off. We had four checkpoints, three face offs. And I broke down like if there had been another face off and Nehemiah and Brad had won then Wes would have been in third place. And he would have faced Mark in that elimination. Wes was a little seasick after that after day one. There's a path where Wes maybe, you know, doesn't finish the final. I don't think that happens. I think Wes would have won that elimination because he's smart. But also, I'm just saying that there is a path where that happens. Had there been another faceoff, there's also a chance for Kayla and Naya tie for points. 
And I don't think they had a tiebreaker in place for if like they tied for second. And I think that's why they didn't do it, or maybe, or maybe they just maybe they just got lazy. I'm getting too hypothetical now. <laughs> I, I don't think that Kayla tried that much with like the the King of the Hill elimination of John A. I just don't think she did. I still think John A. was going to come out on top. However, if Kayla had won that, and John A. had come in third place against Kellyanne and that whatever. I still feel like John A wins. Like I'm not trying to discredit this girl no, like, yeah. at all. But like if Kellyanne by some chance did beat John A, I think it's a pretty clear chance at Kayla winning. Now I did read Kellyanne. your vlog. I, I did read your vlog about like Kellyanne maybe being a shoe in to win, but I think I'm jumping ahead, I'm so sorry, but I feel like it's the natural progression. The last like checkpoint of like building blocks. We've seen that stump Kellyanne on the season twice and her like have meltdowns about it. I don't yeah, know. that 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 was the part that like got me because Kellyanne, I, I would laugh if Kellyanne lost the final because she like her her tower fell down. That would be the most Kellyanne thing ever. But Kellyanne is far and away like Kellyanne is like three times the eater Wes is. She's like really good at eating challenges. Mm-hmm. And Wes looked so dominant compared to everyone else here in this. My screen just went black, but I think we're okay. I think we're I think okay, we're okay here. too. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay here. Uh, yeah, that and that's why I think she'd be such a shoe in to win because we had some of the worst eaters ever in this final. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but yeah, there exactly. there were certain paths to where uh, that fourth face off did affect things. Um, we after the fourth day, TJ tells them you guys get to sleep in a yacht. You guys don't have to stay overnight and stand on a log. And it's hilarious because Wes was pissed off. He's like, I've been carbo loading for four days. I don't want these people to be able to sleep. I want to I want to beat them into a mush. Well, I was just going to say, before we run away from the elimination, can we talk about the country of California? Oh, we're going to get to the elimination. Okay. Okay, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, okay, we're, we're going to talk about the yacht and the elimination itself. Okay. So the yacht, I, it was just – okay. This was the only wonky thing about this final to me because it just felt like a way to be like, okay, we get your tired, so we're going to give you a night's sleep, and oh, the money's on the yacht. Like, they they totally could have gone without that and had them, like, sleep outside. I don't know. And it was weird to, like, flash back to John A being, like, in past finals. And like you said, Alan, we or maybe Zoe, we saw the World of Worlds one final. We saw, like, the World of the Worlds two final even where, like, the overnights were just miserable, and it seemed like there should have been a catch for our viewing pleasure, but there just wasn't one. I was sure there was going to be, like, something they were supposed to be, like, memorizing or things on the boat they were supposed to be taking notice of. Like, I I was like, oh, they're going to have to, like, recreate something or remember what things looked like or something. Like, I just, when, because the way TJ set it up was, like, basically, like, something around along, like, paying attention to your surroundings or, like, really looking at it. And I was just like, I was convinced that there was going to be some uh, some element of memory involved, but nothing. They just got to either take a nice little rest or throw up because they didn't have any Dramamine. And that's what I was going to say. I feel like editing tried to make it be like, ooh, the big, the big, ooh, the big part of this is that, like, you might get seasick. But it's like, who cares? Like, well, that's bad luck. <laughs> yeah. I it, it was just funny to me that Wes, of all people, prepared the most for this elimination for this for this overnight part and he's the one who got the most sick from from the, from the yacht state it was just that made me laugh uh of course after night tj uh tells them that whoever was bottom two in points will face off in a crossword elimination i like this because it rewards those who are at the top it takes the stars out of play for the final outcome and 
I like that it's a mental competition because if, if it's something physically enduring, then people will be like, oh, this person lost because they had to do this extra elimination. No, it's just it's just a simple mental game. And so we saw Kayla go against Kellyanne and Brad go against Mark, and they had to do a crossword of countries based on their capitals. It was not that hard. Not very hard at all. And I just want to say, even if you hadn't been in that house studying that list, you could have figured that out. Like, I, like they put the board up, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, basic geography. I've not taken a geography class since I was, like, a middle schooler. Yeah. And once you got down to, like, if you solved enough of them, with the letters that were left, you'd be able to guess the other countries. At least, like, you'd have an idea based on the name of, of the, the city where that country was. Take an educated guess. Um Kayla had me worried for a second. She seemed completely hopeless. And then she was like, I just guessed that whole thing when I got to the end. And I was like, you just have more knowledge than you're giving yourself credit for because you could not have just guessed that. You, there's stuff yeah. in there. I, I, think she, I think you're right. She's a lot better than she gives herself credit for. Uh, she definitely undersells it. Like there was that challenge earlier where, you know, she maybe cheated off an island. Like, I think, I, think, I think Kayla is savvy and smart and she plays it well. Uh, and she underplays her intelligence. Brad, though, opening this up with California as a country on his map, on his map, oof. This man used to teach children. So throw that out there. Then he spells Thailand T Y L A N D. Come on now, Brad. I I've rooted for you all season. You're an idiot now. Brad didn't compete in any challenges in Thailand, did he? Because if he did, I'm that's like, that, that's where he got his ass beat by Darrell. Good. Excellent. Wow, Brad. <laughs> uh, can't let Kellyanne get off the hook for putting Cancun either. Uh, and I can't let John Nay get off the hook for being shady. Whenever, like, whenever Kayla and Kellyanne went in against each other, John Nay is the first one to vocalize to Naya, like, I, what I told you about karma, like, here we go. And I'm like, John Nay... I love John A. Like this, this whole podcast is about like giving her her flowers. But don't wait be, a second. Don't yeah, don't be, be shady. If you felt like Kay cheated, you could have to her face been like, "Yeah, girl, you probably cheated, but like at least you made it." Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah, like make a joke out of it. Like, hey, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Like, right. don't blame you one bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows? Maybe she did, and maybe she's just her social game is that good. That she just like is playing all these girls, and she thinks that they think that she's all their best friends. True. Everyone was hugging Johnny in this final. Kayla was hugging her. Uh, Kellyanne was hugging her. Naya was hugging her. Everyone loves Johnny. Great social game all around. Great player. Uh, so Brad, despite the California, despite the Thailand, <laughs> he still beats Mark in this elimination. So I don't know how that's what that says about Mark. Kellyanne takes the L and. I, I, I'm glad Mark came back and actually had like a decent showing in the end, but he knew he wasn't going to win. He was going to come in third or second, like regardless. He's out of the picture. Good for him. Good season. Kellyanne, just a terrible final from a great player. I mean, there is nothing good about her final performance at all. And I, she, she said like, I, I like Kellyanne. I'm, I was rooting for her this season. She said like, when I wasn't being sabotaged, I was first place overall. I'm like, you got sabotaged one time and you couldn't build a star for 87 minutes. <laughs> True. Yeah, that was a a stretch a little bit of a stretch i i do though wonder 
if this final is individual and it's not checkpoints, it is just one extended thing, does Kellyanne perform way better if she just gets to keep going? I think so, because here's my take on Kellyanne. I feel like these individual checkpoints made her feel like the focus was heavily on her. Whereas like if it were just straight through, she would forget about that. Like when she feels the lens is on top of her, she crumbles. Like it feels like it's the Kellyanne show and it's not. There's lots of other people there. And and honestly, like, again, I don't think this final was wonky. I think it was played out very fairly. But like, you know, <laughs> Kellyanne could have performed really well in that second leg. Yeah, the individual portion, I, I really do think it was built for her. I mean, because when you, when you watch her just run by herself, she runs really fluidly good pace a lot of cardio there but yeah she's out of this final and it's like it's crazy because she could have stolen this win off of kayla and then just put up a win and then we would be talking about like how did kellyanne do so terrible in the final and then pull off the win in the end and we'd be complaining like she wasn't the most deserving win. I, it, it just is kind of funny to think about instead she bows out it did so i don't have to have sour grapes because yeah we have two deserving winners <laughs> yep uh we go into the individual portion, and it's just a straight up. It's a race. You got to run a lot. You got to do two pounds of eating gross food. You got to solve a basic puzzle, and then you got to do stacking of blocks, uh, running, and then you got to swim over to a yacht where the money is. West from the jump. West from the jump. Just yeah. I mean, he literally takes the lead from everyone. He gets to the eating portion. He beats everyone in the eating portion by a pretty big margin and it's just there's like zero doubt in mind i will never forgive production for not cleaning that puke off of his face though like can we not i know that you want to show how hardcore your final is but like get the puke out of that man's beard <laughs> it was so gross i agree and even before we got to the eating portion and this could be totally editing like we've said this many times you just said it about like the beard everybody was running so slow and they're like it's all about pace it's all about pace the run didn't look that long and i feel like if it were that long they would have told us like you're running a six mile run Mm, that's valid because i was gonna say they don't know how long the run is but usually when they're about to go on like a decent portion they'll let them know that's something to think about for the future kids yeah (laughs) but the run like i feel like the run is just like filler when we get to the eating which zoe just addressed with the vomit I have so many thoughts on this. Yes, it's like it's an integral part of the challenge finals to have eating. Like we've even seen it in like past seasons as like their purges, things like that. Kellyanne and Nehemiah don't eat meat. Correct me if I'm wrong. I okay, like Kellyanne is back on meat. She's back on meat because she okay. had the metal poisoning. She needs to eat meat. She told me that. Okay. Yeah. And I guess she wasn't there, but like had she had been there, I just feel like that's so unfair. I totally agree. I felt that was, I felt so bad for Nehemiah. I kept just saying, this isn't fair. This isn't right. This isn't cool. Like, I know that, again, it's part of the game, but it's different. It's different when you, like, 15 years. It's not like something that he's doing as a fad diet. He's a vegetarian. That is what he is. Um, yeah. It was kind of messed up. And it makes me think of, and God, forgive me, because this is going to, you're going to maybe disagree. Even Fessy on the double agents. Um, like finale yes Casey's knee was hurt he sounded like a quitter but like he'd gone all season not eating red meat and not eating during certain times of the day and things like that 
And like, even on this podcast, like you can go look at what I said, like I gave them shit about it, but like, it just seems like a weird, unfair thing to factor in there that production could say like, okay, let's add maybe another puzzle. Let's add something else because there's obviously an issue with like how this could play out based on just like morals or just like ethical reasons. Yeah. And they could have done weird, like a weird drink. They could have, they could have been a little creative with what they put in front of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Alan said, these guys were all bad eaters regardless. So at least he had a chance because everyone else was so horrendous. True. Yeah. Cause what Wes historically is the person he gets to like the eating parts of finals and that's where he dies. Mm-hmm. Like that's where he struggles. Like you remember CT eating all his, pu- all his puke for him on rivals too. Uh, him just dying in that Rivals 1 final after eating all that steak. Like, he's, Wes doesn't like eating. It's where he falls apart every time. And compared to everyone else, he looked like a champion. He looked he looked amazing. Uh, I mean, Brad, I mean, going all these years without doing an eating challenge, Nehemiah literally couldn't. Nia, I mean, Nia was struggling for her own reasons. And then Kayla and Johnny were struggling. Johnny, I mean, Johnny did pretty good comparison to everyone else as well because she beat every guy that wasn't uh, Wes. Uh What's funny is that, like, I think Corey Warden is, like, my favorite eater on the challenge because he's perfected the idea of just biting and taking a big bite and then puking immediately. And I'm like, you guys got to just start puking as much as you can because they do not give a shit. They don't. That's exactly what all of them should have been doing. I mean, I did notice there's a couple people, Kayla and Wes, I believe, that were literally making themselves throw up. And I was like, good, do that. That is yeah. what That is what everyone should be doing right now. Yeah, and uh, after this eating portion, I mean, Wes just takes it from there. I mean, he gets his puzzle done. He stacks his blocks in one temp. And Brad does get in the water by the time he's there, but it's it's clear coasting. I do want to say that kudos to Nehemiah for keeping Naya from quitting. Because I know if Naya had quit, then she would have taken a lot of hate from fans. Probably would have not been super happy with herself. So I'm glad he was able to be that emotional support, even though they were just so far behind. Yeah, when she started talking about quitting, I audibly groaned. Like, I literally was like, oh, my God, don't you start this. Um, So I think she owes Nehemiah a big thank you because it preserved a lot of her reputation by him convincing her to tough it out. I would agree. And, like, even last week, I gave her a lot of shit, as I think a lot of people did, for, like, her complaining about, like, Kayla cheating. I'm glad she finished the final because – I was happy to see her back. I do feel like in some capacities she deserved a redemption season. I hate that it had to be like also her aiding and abetting Jordan get his redemption. Um, But I was happy to see her back. And it made me realize maybe towards the end of the season, like definitely not the beginning. She has more to give to this challenge world and community. Like she, she can bring that. So I'm glad she finished strong. Cause like you said, people would have given her shit otherwise. There was a little bit of moments of suspense with John A where when her puzzle, uh, her puzzle tower fell apart, um, that maybe Kayla could pull a comeback. And Kayla was much closer than Brad to winning, uh, but John A pulls it out. And we had, before we talked, we've talked about enough about our winners, but like Kayla and Brad were two really strong runner ups. They had phenomenal seasons. And then when it came to this final, they just got outperformed. It, there's no other way to put it. I think they're both great players, but. That's what happened. It's, it just happens sometimes, and we're so used to being people being robbed and wanting to win. No, they just came in second flat out. And I think, too, it falls down to, like, you can be a great daily competitor, but not a great final competitor. And, like, I think Brad, I mean, obviously Brad's won a final. Kayla's come close-ish. 
but like they're just for really good competitors there. Yeah. I wanted Kayla to win. I wanted Brad to win, but it's not like I can look at this final and be like, that was rigged. Production yeah. did that for whatever. It, it just was a straightforward final. Yeah, they weren't robbed at all. Um, I thought it was nice, their little moment on the beach, because they, they had a very similar game, a very similar t- trajectory throughout the season. So I, it, was, it was cute watching them get their season, although I did wish they'd at least been able to get on the yacht. I felt bad that John A. had to celebrate with Wes. Of all people. <laughs> um. I agree. And without saying too much, I'm going to be very whatever here. The four people on the beach were like, every single one of them said, we would love to come back. Like, we want to come back. We want to like whatever. Who knows? I'm really rooting for an All-Stars 4. I've really grown to love this rendition of the challenge. And I want to see my girl, John A., show up one more time just to see if people can get her get her out of here because they would be insane to let this girl make another final i agree i know there's like weird like you know will they won't they kind of like conversation going on i would love an all-stars for and you have like you have to have john a on it 100 percent. yeah i i i'm i'm just kind of tired of like I'm not tired of All-Stars. I'm just tired of, like, how are we getting more challenge seasons without bringing some of these All-Star people back onto the main series? How do we have a ride-or-die season that doesn't have Nehemiah and Melinda, that doesn't have MJ and John A? Because, like, these are, like, the ride-or-die relationships that I really care about now, and they will be riding or dying on season 38. Well, Melinda is pregnant. She announced that today. Uh, Congratulations. But, no, I know exactly Uh, what you mean. It's like... I guess if we're going to go there, we're going to go there. Cause you just said it like, how do you not have a John A and MJ? Like you built this whole season up of like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to get too ahead of myself. So I'll say it later when we're not recording, but yeah, it's like all stars has hit the mark of what we want as viewers that these other renditions are like kind of falling flat of like, we want good storylines that we can feel connected to. We want people that we can relate to that are not like these all-star athletes. Like look at John A first season all-stars she was out of shape let's call a spade a spade she still performed well and she came back the next season in better shape and performed even better and came back this season in great shape and brought the win home again like she's someone you can relate to she's someone that you can sympathize empathize with and instead we're left with like someone who got second place on big brother or someone who did survivor in sweden all-stars hit the sweet spot and i'm i would hate if this ended it has me kind of hoping, and I know that we got really burnt out on a Rivals-type theme with Vendettas and Final Reckoning and all this stuff, but I'm like, now you kind of have enough ammunition to bring one of those themes back, like do a Rivals All-Star season, something like that. Like, in my heart of hearts, although this is going to shock both of you guys, I need a Kayla, Cara, Maria Rivals pair in my life so bad (laughs) like it needs to happen and all-stars is the perfect place for it to happen i think there's so there's so many cool opportunities within this to bring back one of those old themes that fans loved just do it paramount (laughs) i i that would whether i i want i want any theme with these all-star shows give us give us inferno give us like badasses versus good guys 
what Wes has been mentioning that Kellyanne has an X 87 times because he's hoping they're going to get an OG X this season. If they did an OG X this season and brought some really deep cuts back into the world, like, you just say Carmary, like, what if they brought in Carmary and Thomas Buell as, like, an X? <laughs> what if they brought in, what if they brought in, like, really weird, funky pairs for Xs? Because there's some people, like, back in the day, it would just be so much fun. Well, and I'll say this. Laurel are getting the dub. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. And like you saying that, like there being like some really off the wall names, that's also what All Stars has perfected. Like I think of Steve from last season, like he, he was very not known, I guess is the nice way to put it. But All Stars is such a platform where like you can get the backstory pretty easily from them. And they can also interact with the other people from MTV shows who they have a history with. Like it's like even if they're a rookie and they've not been on TV for 20 years, you can connect with them. I don't know. I I'm don't imagine, want all stars in. I'm a, I'm just coming off of homecoming too, so I'm imagining Jamie suffering through an exes season with Julie. <laughs> like, there's so many cool opportunities with these themes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Opportunity so cool that Alan just blacked out for a yeah, second he because he's like, out. "Whoa, this is great." <laughs> and like, I feel like for the future of all stars, like. If if there is a future, like I'll go ahead and see this. I heard that Ashley Mitchell was called for this season. Cool. If she made it to the final, she would have dominated. I feel. And like as much as I'm the a diehard Ashley stan, I feel like All Stars doesn't need to bring these people back. Like sure, we got the West this season and the Kayla. I think Kayla that was just a grab at somebody who didn't want to go back to the main show, who they knew would be good entertainment, who's an All Star in her own right. But if they do continue this all-star stuff, like, I hope they keep it, like, I'm contradicting myself. Maybe a little OG. I don't know. Like, Corey Wharton, I know that he was contacted for this, too. Like, it'd be cool to see him interact with these people, but it just seems a little bit out of place. Yeah, I think Kayla feels different to me because, like you said, she's so resistant to the M- mm. to the MTV show and it's hard getting her back onto the main show because she's very content in her life and she's not like really desperate to be there. So I think this was good for someone like her. Uh, I totally agree though. Like someone who I could see winning or like being a very big player on the main show. I don't need as many of those people. I will take, I will take a little sprinkle of them, but I don't want it to be half the cast. Yeah, I would agree. I just I just love all the people too who are coming out of the Woodworks team. Like I'd love to come back and I just hope I like I really would love to see just like really random people come back. Man, you mentioned Steve and like him making fun of Derek's outfit is still just one of like because he just came in as just like an outside observer. He's like, oh hey, that outfit that outfit's hilarious. That's what you're wearing. Because like no one would say that to Derek who people like people would know him, but like because he's just like a guy who hasn't been in the world, he's just like, oh I'm gonna make fun of that because it's just a normal thing to do. I love and, it. And he's not thirsty for like a big moment on reality tv like they've had their moment like in fact like most of the people that come back on the show they had their moment on real world or road world like they're not gonna be the standout on all stars like there are a few that are probably more notable for this show but they're not coming in desperate for that moment and that makes everything else so much more authentic any other last words about this uh challenge all stars three season about the winner whatever any any last words um, I just am, I'm going to say one more time, happy for my girl, John A. I hope that we get to see her again. 
she deserves it. And that's, that's it. I'm looking forward to the next iteration of the challenge, whatever it is. Yeah. Super happy for John A. Like undeniably the face of all stars, which I think is so cool for her. Like, and she doesn't have to be embarrassed about anything she's done on these shows. Like it's just a cool moment. And I hope that, that all stars one, two, and three open the door for maybe the main show to bring back some of these old familiar faces who still have that competition inside them. That's our podcast, and that's been our season of All-Stars 3. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at CF Confessionals, uh, Instagram, Kevin Confessional Podcast, subscribe to the YouTube, drop a like. Follow Luke on Twitter at Final Reckoning. The I's are L's. Um, Just so, figured out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> follow Zoe on Twitter at Nani Gonzalez. Follow me on Twitter at the Alan and Gary. And stay tuned for our challenge usa episode one recap which will go up tonight like around midnight or maybe later i don't know it's gonna if you're on the east coast it's gonna be up late but yeah it's been a great all-star season with you hopefully you stay with us for the cbs show that's exciting there's a lot going on there have a great day